Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. 3.34 on a Thursday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Kimbo and the Roots with you live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. And it's all thanks to the wonderful teams at Hyundai and Balfour's. Talking wonderful and things that are not. Here he is. (laughs) Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, shaka laka Don't we love the Rooch. Irish even more today? <laughs> it was a good result, wasn't it? It helps Aussies, doesn't it? Uh, it makes us very, very happy, is. and I think it makes the Kiwis very pleased as well, oh, because yes. only the top two get through. We're talking World Cup. T20. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? We like upsets. There used to be a time people would say, why are they playing in the competition? They can never win it. Yeah, but the- Ireland's got some... Short form results mm. against England mm. beat them in the one day version a uh, while ago, and they had that series at Lords. Uh, I think it's a three three match T Twenty series, and they tickled them up a bit there as well. Yeah, so Barrett, they, they uh, love the rivalry. Barat Sundarasan said yesterday they've yeah. quite a good attack. They are no easy beats. Gee, the reading the English papers has been delightful this morning. <laughs> hey, we'll hear well, a gra- go. We'll hear a, hear a grab from Michael Atherton, from <laughs> England captain, a little yeah. bit later. I'm not sure how hard he went, but he went for 54 seconds. We'll play that. Well, <laughs> well, you did pretty well in 54 seconds yesterday. You threw a fair few in, didn't you? What out? When? Well, all your reaction to Kane Corns. Well, how, how many words did you have in those oh, 54 I, I, was, I never had a crack at Kane. I was just incredulous. No, I'm just saying you can say a lot it, in 54 seconds. Well, oh, yes. Well, yeah. the emotions that were running through me, Roots, <laughs> that leaving you out of the top 22 journos. No, Australia. I'm okay. If Jared Waitley's out, I feel I'm in good company now. <laughs> I still don't think you are, actually. <laughs> you were deeply hurt. Did you get a phone call or flowers or. Nothing. Not even chocolates. Not even chocolate. You don't eat chocolate, do you? Yeah, I love chocolate. You do? Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. There, uh, to Rooch's doctor. I'm you, seeing him you, on Monday. Yeah. Don't set me up. Well, you're not meant to have anything with dairy. No, I'm allowed to have no more than a glass of milk a week. Okay, you, you make up the rules as you go along, Rooch, to suit whatever no, like, you feel like eating. Well, you've got to have some calcium in your system. I went to the doctor today. Yes, didn't he cut you up? He did. I had another war wound. Um, but everyone, you should get checked in regards to the sun. And uh, when I was young, we were never really that sun conscious. But um, Oh, Kim, don't start me on this because, you know, it cost my father his life. And mm. I remember the number of times he would be on work sites. And that's well, him I... and all his mates. Yeah, and look, it's not a stereotype thing that I'm saying. Don't mm. please people. Don't take this as a stereotype. But dad and his mates 
used to get the paper, make those, you know, sailor's hats yes. out of them. Yeah. Never wear a T-shirt. I know. Um, sad, well, he woke up to, smoke, to smoking, got rid of that. But they, they thought being out in the sun was just fantastic and they'd you know, get themselves bronzed. And yeah, well, it was all nationalities. Everyone did it in those days, Rooch. And, and then know, it's, we used to then it's for, become the curse at the end of his life. Yeah. Well, we went for runs. You'd always take Ooh. your top off at pre-season without too much sunblock. But, yeah, I had a, um, a cancer cut off uh, my collarbone just there, Rooch. Yes, so five, yes. five stitches. Went in and saw the doc. And uh, and he said, uh, I laid down on the cold, bloody plastic, which was Ooh, very cold yeah, on my yeah, back. I know, and, I know that and then he's gone, oh, I, th- oh. I forgot to get uh, anaesthetic. You're, you're okay. You've had stitches before. I said, bloody no. Go and get some. <laughs> wow. It's a different getting stitched up in the middle of a footy game yeah, when you've got absolutely. adrenaline running through yeah. your system. Yes. He said, really? I said, really? <laughs> so he had to go next door. Uh, thank you, though, Dr. Forbes. Uh, so we get the results in a few days. Should be all right. Fingers good, crossed. If I'm good. not here Monday, Roach, well, panic. Um, guess coming up today, I'm going to do a quiz on this gentleman a little bit later, but I'll tell you who it is now. We've been talking about it all week. We managed to get Jesse White. He's going to make a comeback to the Sandform. I was going through his... Sporting history, his life today. You should write a book. It's a great story. I'll tell you about it a little bit later. Probably one chapter would be very interesting, wouldn't it? 2012. Uh, yes, Ooh. nearly made it to uh, Adelaide. Talking of books, uh, Tim Payne, former Australian cricketer. He um, is doing the media circuit now. I watched him on Sunrise this morning. We'll have a little listen to what he had yep. to say. Okay. It's, it's not as if he's had no time to prepare how to answer a lot of these questions regarding his demise and the indiscretion that he had. He's had a lot of time, but he handled himself really well. At 4.35, a power forward, not Charlie Dixon. A power forward, but not Charlie... Oh, I get you. I, I was immediately thinking like a power forward as a position, not oh, as Port Adelaide. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> Can't oh. believe you fell for it. Well, I was double-guessing myself there. Yeah, I'll try looking at the rundown, Rich. Robert Franks. Will be joining us from the Adelaide 36ers. Right. Um, you could tall him in, turn him into a tall defender. He's about 200 centimetres. That um, would help. Yeah, he hails from Seattle. Good did place, you ever, Seattle. Did you ever watch that movie, Sleepless in Seattle? No, no I shouldn't but I've have, been to Seattle. Yeah, I shouldn't have asked that question. I knew the answer beforehand. Seattle, Washington? Yeah. It's a little bit cooler there. Yeah, it's a lot like Adelaide. Mm. Really? A lot of Adelaide about it, yeah. A lot of homes on the water. Yeah. Yeah, that was, spot. That, that was in the movie with uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Lovely Hanks. Spots, yeah. Very romantic. Watch it tonight, Rooch. Okay. Ryan Kiddo will join us at five o'clock from Adelaide United. Always They're home speaks, again. Yeah, always speaks very well. He's the vice captain. Yeah, first home game Sunday at Cooper Stadium. Let's hope they get a really big crowd. We're live and interactive. Before we go around the grounds, Rooch, we tried to get a little competition off the ground yesterday. Might only be for one week. It might be ongoing. It's called Attack the defence, all right? And the winner receives an NFL Game Pass subscription. So that means you get to see every American football game, all right? right. Uh, don't forget, you can stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. All right, so you can ring through now or you can text if you want to participate. We'll just get two people to go head-to-head. We're going to give you an NFL question. It'll be damn easy. Attack v defence, you just go back and forth. Now, we did it yesterday, Roach, and I went to the news because you were winning. Oh, right. So, uh, but, but our contestants don't have that luxury. Yeah, if we like, if we went, uh, it, it, this is how it would work. If I said, 
reserves McGarry medalists, right? Kim yeah. Dillon. Bruce Linder. One, two, three. I win. Mm, I get you. Yes, I see. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so that's how it'll work. If you want to get that NFL Game Pass subscription for nothing, uh, just ring us now on 1300 736 736 or send us a text. All right, let's get into it. Roach, you ready to go? I am. Around the ground. I am. Not a real busy day at the moment, so bear with us. Uh, just the one ICC World Cup game underway as we speak. Stop and start. It's been at the SCG where we've had a bit of weather again. But South Africa has completed its 20 overs at 5 for 205 against Bangladesh. South Africa won the toss. They batted, put up 205, lost five. Bangladesh now has to... They won't do that. Mow it down, and I don't think they will. That's a very handy score, 205, isn't it? Over uh, over 10 and over. We'll keep you updated on that one. When that one finishes... Our good Dutch friends from the Netherlands will play India. Yeah, and uh, name one of your good Dutch friends. One of my good... Dutch friends. Well, you're just bragging. You're saying, I don't know the cricketers. Well, who's your good Dutch friend? George Einerman was a very good Dutchman. Collected stamps too, he did. Did he? Yeah. (laughs) He he used to always go on (laughs) hockey tours and we'd find him going to some stamp fair along the way. Who is he? Uh, No, look, it's a bit of a sad ending for George. Oh, well, don't do that then. Yeah. No, he was a great, great correspondent for the Dutch newspapers. Okay. I wish I didn't ask. Um, Well, you did. Oh, I know I did. Collingwood. Oh, yes. Our good friends at Collingwood. New appointment. Claire Pettifor, oh. Claire Pettifor, who was very, very strong in her work at Hawthorne when she was in the media department there. You didn't get past her. Mm. Oh, she was tough. Then went to Melbourne, got part of the premiership team there in their media department. You would think, is she going to the Collingwood media department? No, she isn't. She's going to the Collingwood football department to head it up under Graham Wright. Mm. So she's been one of these uh, rising stars in administration in footy took on that scholarship that the AFL offered uh, female staff members at clubs to fast-track them, which you know, is a good program. And there it is. There it is. She's now head of footy at Collingwood. Congratulations yeah. to Claire. There you are. We're getting more diversity in this game. That's what we wanted, didn't we? We did. This leads me to the next question that no one will be able to answer, but who will be the first female AFL coach, not AFLW? Yeah. That's Could it be Chelsea question. Randall in 15 years' time? Maybe. Could it be an Aaron Phillips? Maybe. Yes. Will that happen? How will it be received if it does happen? Oh, look, there's going to be a whole group of teenagers at the moment who are going to have great AFLW careers, blossom in an AFL environment where yeah. it isn't about men versus women, but everyone working together and learning off each other. There could be a bright one. Right now, a 12-year-old who's watching AFLW and AFL saying, this is what I want to do. It will happen. You'd never say never. No question. It will yeah. happen. I'll never forget Wayne Jackson when he was AFL chief executive. He was a terrible kick. <laughs> he was, actually. <laughs> uh, that, that sort of discussion you've just had, he, he broke into one of those discussions one day and he said, if 10 years ago, this was 2000 it was, 10 years ago, I said, one day we'll be playing under a roof, you all would have laughed, mm. and we've done it. So you don't say it won't happen. Anything could happen. I was, if ridiculed, there's a will, I was ridiculed, Roach, when I broke the AFL, starting at the AFLW competition. Yep. People thought, how's that going to work? I, I was ridiculed by a couple of bosses too. Yeah, didn't want you to do the story. No. Yeah. Even though you did it in your own time. Silly Kim.
Yes, uh, yeah. You show yeah. too much initiative, you yeah. see. That, that always works well for you, doesn't yeah, it? Paid the price so, for that. Uh, here's a text. Surely the Cadbury kid, that's you, Richie, yeah. is allowed a glass and a half of milk. No, not a glass and a half, just a glass. Yeah, you kick with the wind on that, Rich. <laughs> no, I see you slamming down stuff that should not be going past your tonsils. Mm. Um, this concerns me. You have, what are we, 4.45. People might like to have their say on this. We talked about it, was it two, three months ago? The AFL going to four umpires. I shudder thinking Yeah, they're progressing with that one. There's Zool trying to make it happen. No! Four umpires. How will they be positioned? I have no idea, Kim. I think they're trying to work that out themselves, how it would work. Can't get three on the same page with interpretations. Well, you'll struggle with two. Mm. But once you get to four... Particularly when we load up a rule book with a set of interpretations that you and I could read them at the same time and come to different conclusions. Mm. How are four people going to umpire this game? So you're not saying it will happen this year? Well, or this will year's it be done. used in community games? No, sorry, no, you know I'm hearing I mean, they're, progressing, they're progressing it to have it ready for next season. Mm. Not happy with that. You can have your say. The text line is 0427-154-166. Uh, Bump off Benny, our erstwhile producer. Benny, we've got a text coming through saying, I want that NFL game pass, please. Ah. Uh, there's a number there. No name, but uh, all right, we'll put that person through. We need to get a competitor against them. Uh, Benny will grab your name and we'll do that competition in the next uh, hour. Um, here we go. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Two big games of hockey tonight when the Canberra Chill extinguished the Adelaide Fire and cement their place in the four. I'll give you a wave if you're watching. Oh, Pete from Canberra. G'day, Pedro. Oh, hello, Peter. Yeah, he could be a journo. That was beautifully written. Hockey one's back in play. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Two big games of hockey tonight when the Canberra chill extinguished the Adelaide fire. Very clever. You like that, Very Rich? clever. That's some of your better work. All right, have your say on the uh, four umpires. Also coming up today because we're not on Fridays now. We're not being lazy, but we work every weekend during the footy season. We have the Thursday Thorcast, and I've done mine, Roach. Oh my goodness, it will snow. <laughs> First time for people. The... People, get off the roads. First time it'll be, for the It'll be dangerous year. to drive shortly. There's about to be a snowstorm over Adelaide. <laughs> you, you have done your forecast I'm, before we've gone to air? I'm prepared. I'm the Boy Scout today. Roach. Wow. Here's a text. Who's this from? No name on it. Uh, Roach. Any news on why the AFL is letting a player get drafted as a father-son, even though his father has an incredibly dubious games total? It appears the AFL doesn't seem to mind letting it slide without verifying the number of games played. Oh, this is the famous Sanford count that's always different to what the VFL-AFL recognises. Who are they referring to there, Roach? Excuse my ignorance. Well, well the only father-son we've got in place at the moment is Michael Lenny. Unless they're referring to the Brisbane ones, but they wouldn't be in doubt. Ashcroft Fletcher and Ashcroft. Fletcher, yeah. Hey, just on that, Cal Toomey, AFL draft expert. Ah, and yes, he is. I know what this is all about again. Yeah. Well, he's released his top yes. 30 draft picks in audit. Not saying where they'll go. He's just rating them as no, players. No, because he rates them. Mm. Now, now, bear in mind, he, he just goes one. What did he do? One to 25 or one to 50 this one, time? One to 30. One to 30. Nice guess. But, but clubs are not ranking – they don't pick the best players. They pick the player to their needs, yes. don't they? All understand sudden, that. If, if there's the best five are midfielders but someone needs a defender, well, the defender would rise in the draft order. But only three South Australians can. Yeah. Now, I can't remember what he had last year. Oh, you're stretching my memory. Mm. 
I know you had Jason Horn Francis very high up. And I was shocked. Oh, that person that wanted to get the LFL pass, they're just about to start work. So sorry, boys. Oh, look, we'll try and do it a little bit later. Um, yeah, just the just the three. Hey, AFLW, Roach, uh, fair dinkum. The season's gone. Port yeah. Adelaide have their last game Sunday, isn't it? 12.40 start. Albert and Oval. Uh, get down there. I'm, I'm confident the girls can get a win there. I'm not just saying that. Well, make sure you book your tickets because one of the issues with Alberton at the moment is the eastern side has this enormous bulldozer taking everything away. Mm. So there isn't full capacity of Alberton Oval. The best thing to do is get your tickets to be sure you can get in there. Book them now. Good advice, Rooch. I will hear from Lauren Arnell because it was interesting at her press conference today. She said that uh, she feels they're playing better than a one-win side and mm. I, I agree with that. And. And the new size, they've had the far easier draw, which yeah. is better. Otherwise, yeah. it's farcical. Well, Kim, it's farcical full stop. I've got to get to Ten the hard games, questions. 18 teams. Yeah. I've got to get to the hard questions, Rooch. Mm. Yes. So their season ends on Sunday. Do they have a footy trip after 10 weeks? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? On that note, we'll go to a break. On the other side, we'll oh, hear no, from... you the fun police all of a sudden. Hey, what, you reckon, <laughs> I, you reckon I'd be against it? <laughs> You're kidding. We're here thanks to Balfour's <laughs> and Hyundai. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Nearly 3.56 on a Thursday afternoon. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. The Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. We are live from Studio Lumo. Here's a text. We mentioned this yesterday, Rooge. Hey, boys, what time is open training for the Port Ladies tonight, their AFLW team? 5.45. All right, so you can pop down there and watch the girls train. And the sun's out at the moment. It's a better afternoon than it was morning. Indeed. Here's another deep and meaningful coming through, Rooge. Uh, directed at you. Hello. Roochie. How is your mate Lysette going? Since you bought him a slab of West End, it's been nothing but trouble for him. <laughs> oh, wow. But he Ooh. did. Once you got him that, he got his injuries, didn't you? I finished the season last year. I thought you were going to say he finished the slab. <laughs> well, he would have. <laughs> um, yeah. Another quick one here before we hear from Lauren Arnell. Only a handful of kids from SA drafted to AFL means lots of young players moving up to Sample Seniors yes. in 2023. Indeed. Matt and Brizzy. I was shocked by Matty Rendell saying... They'll only go to 45. 45. Imagine if you're a youngster and you're thinking, oh, they're only going to pick 45. We're going to get Shifter Sheehan, Kevin Sheehan, on next week. We'll pose that question to him. Thank you, Matt, in Brizzy up there. Talking about the umpires. Eddie Maguire wants as many umpires as chins. Oh, didn't he come up with... So, it was almost like an NFL football plan. Here's yeah. so many umpires, boundary umpires getting involved. He's got 32 umpires written here. Um, that's Chopsy from Cheltenham. Good on you, Chopsy. I did see that presentation from Eddie. And, uh, good for being a lateral thinker, but I didn't like it at all. Another one for umpires. Gee, I hope not. No, we don't want it. That's from Coops. All right, Lauren Arnell did her second to last press conference probably for the season. Yeah, post match. Yeah, there'll she be a post one on Sunday and that'll be it. Yeah. yeah. And oh, well, there'll be others. There'll be some list management decisions they'll face. It'll be interesting what they do at Port. Well, she was asked a question about how they're tracking and, and she answered by saying internally they believe they are better than a one win side. 
We think on our internal measures we're, we're going a fair bit better than that. At the, the cold-hearted day says we're not um, on the ladder. Uh, we do think, you know, playing nine games, there's five to six there that we legitimately could have won, perhaps with more experience and in, you know, a few more games' time, we, we think we win those games. But, you know, in the moment in time, we lost those games and that's kind of how it is and that's what we have to look at. Maybe. We do feel we're going, we're going better than 1-1-7 one, one and seven for nine games. Well, if we had score review in the AFLW, they might be two wins. Stop soaking up. If nuts and candy butts. No, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> if nuts and candy. Oh. No, if butts and candy Just blame nuts. the anaesthetic. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the other thing that Lauren spoke about? Oh, look, this will be part of my Thursday forecast, Rooch. Yes. Um, about the girls receiving a little bit of reward for all their effort in this last game. Honestly, I, I, want, I would love to see reward for effort for our players. Um, none of this is about me. It's really not. Um, I think our players have just put so much in that in such a short period of time. We've got five, five who are finishing school this week. Um, I'm really, really proud of those, that group of players in particular. But, yeah, for our whole team, I'd love to see reward for effort. Do you know that Lauren turned up in her Year 12 uniform at training this week? What for? Oh, because the five of the girls have just finished their oh, exams, right. so yeah. she's turned up in her school uniform to celebrate with them. Well, that's good. Have a little. She bit still of fun. fits in it. She's very fit, Rooch. I know. Yeah, fitter than you. Talking about your fitness, uh, Mario has sent through a text saying, "Oh, thank, this could be dangerous." Thank goodness, Rucci never worked with his shirt off. Well, I'm, we're thankful here at Sen. I tell you, and the advertise. Imagine you going in there topless, Rooch, for thirty years. Um, <laughs> but that's what we did back in the day. Uh, here's a quick one. Boys, I'm not sure you want to be the first female AFL coach. The pressure oh, would yeah, be unbearable. That's, that that's from true. Phil. But still, someone's going to have to do it. Well, look at our first female Prime Minister. Oh, yeah. She was worked over, Julia, wasn't she? Well, was she? Oh, no. She, she got roughed up. Oh, I won't get political on it. Italy's just got its first female Prime Minister. She's gone down that path about... What, shirt off? No, about oh, the diplomacy of politics, Kim. Sorry. Because she, she can take them on in debate and win. Roach, we've got to go to the news. On the other side of the news, we are going to do a Who Am I? And if you get this wrong, well, you don't deserve to be here. <laughs> Three minutes past four, Kimbo on the Roach with you. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, all thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Just a reminder, coming up at 4.30, new recruit for the Adelaide 36ers, Robert Franks, will join us. And after five o'clock, the vice-captain of the Adelaide Reds, Ryan Kitto, who's always a very enjoyable chat. So too is our next gentleman. I think this person should write a book, Roach, or be a part of every quiz around Australia. He represented Queensland in basketball from under-12s to the under-18s. This is a who am I, okay? Switched to footy, playing for Southport, then represented Queensland in the under-18 championships where he starred to the extent that he was drafted by the Swans at pick 79 in 2006, almost went to the Adelaide Crows, ended up at Collingwood from 2014 to 2017, finished up there, went back to the NBL, had a crack at Melbourne United, then came to Glenelg to play in the sample in 2018-2019, won a premiership, won a best and Ferris, then went and won a premiership with Broadview and may be playing for North Adelaide next year. Who am I? Jesse White. Hello, welcome Jesse. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> what a welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks well, what that. a bloody life. We spoke to you a few years ago. And, and uh, what about the sliding door moments you've got, Jesse White? 
crazy, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I've done you a disservice, Jess, because I, I thought until I was doing my homework today that you were around, because it seems like you've been here forever, around 37, 38, but you're only 34 years of age. Yeah, that's it. 34, turning to, uh, 35 next year. So, All yeah, right. still young, fighting, fit and healthy. Well, the last time we spoke to you was 2019, the year you won the flag. So you win a best and Ferris, you win a flag, and then you retire. Why? Oh, life, kids, family, mm. uh, work, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, just we had our second child, I think, three weeks before that grand final, um, and we were busy with work and, and things like that. So, it, um, you know, two years post-AFL, I just felt like I needed a bit of a break, step away from footy and focus on family and business, and feel like I've had that time now and uh, was lucky enough to play a few games just with my local team here mm. uh, with Broadview and, you know, felt like I had to squeeze that lemon a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you are squeezing so, it. And so, so yeah, while you're playing with Broadview, how many times are you thinking, there's still something here? Yeah, I think, you know, I had about two and a half, almost three years off. Um, yeah. I now run a boxing studio um, and... You know, over that last three years, I've just been boxing heaps and getting off the legs and staying fit. And um, yeah, I had those, I had the Broadview boys in for some preseason work and um, just followed them pretty closely. And I was going out on a Thursday night, helping some of their tools and mentoring and helping some of those guys. And you know, next thing you know, I've got my boots on, <laughs> running around doing a bit of the training. And thought, yeah, well, I'm still feeling fit here, feeling good. And so then they, you know got me out for a couple of games so yeah I just had to play the last four games and qualify for finals which is um which is pretty lucky and then ended up playing in the flag with them so um yeah just being back out there having that competitive nature again and it was just exciting to be back out there playing footy and um even though it's 34 turning 35 I was two years off I'm feeling really good and feeling healthy and fit so thought, why not go ahead and have another run? Now, we're presuming this story is factual. So you watch North Adelaide lose the grand final. You pick up the phone and mm-hmm. you ring up Jacob Surgeon, who's the coach. We don't know if this is all true or yep. not or what your relationship is with Serge. We have him yep. on regularly. And you say, yep. would you like me to come out and help you to win the flag next year? Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's a bit like that. Um, yeah, I think just playing, like I said, playing the games uh, with Brody's, um, and obviously they're going to go back up to they're going to go up to Div One next year. And I thought if I was going to go around again, I'd I'd love to be in a good competition. I mean, I, I mean the Div even Div Two was a great competition to be mm. playing in. But um, I'm I'm a prospect boy. I live in the area. Um, I looked at you know potentially thinking about going back to um, Glenelg and just with business, life, and family, it's a bit hard to get down there three nights a week. So. Yeah, and I, I just think that uh, North Adelaide around that point and being my age and what I think I can add to that to the club and to the team, um, yeah, I thought, why not have another go? Oh, a little Serge would have thought he'd won Powerball when he took that uh, phone call. So <laughs> you, you probably answered the question. So it was more geographical then, given that you live at Prospect. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I really love Glenelg and I've, I really enjoyed my time back down there. Coming from the AFL system, it's it's all all it is is your life that footy, and um, to come back and play, I felt like it was kind of part time, you know, work, 
life and family and, and training three nights a week and playing the weekends was amazing. I, I really love that. It sparked footy back for me and I really enjoyed it down there. And so it was a really, to be honest, it was a really hard decision not to, to not go back down there because I love the boys, I love the club and, you know, they were, they were just too good to me. So, um, but yeah, it's just I just couldn't commit for that three nights a week down there. And um, I am local, and I think the club's in a in a really good really good spot. So, and again, coming back to you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm 30, 35 next year, so um, you want to come back and try and win a flag, and definitely feel like I can do that for the club. Well, it sounds good. It's going to be exciting. Given that we're doing a little mini, this is your life. How close did you get to playing for Adelaide when all that Kurt Tippett drama was going on? Um, yeah, it's funny that you say like, about writing a book, but it's, um, I actually, I, I literally signed. So I actually got signed with, um, with Adelaide. Um, my partner, Jody, she, um, packed up and told her boss that she's quitting. And, um, it was it happened on a Thursday or a Friday. And back then, the, over the weekend, the trade was off. So, you know, we we're just sitting in over the weekend. We started packing the house and looking at houses. And, oh. um, yeah, it was the Monday, the Monday we got the call saying, better just hold off there's been a bit of a hold up and i'm not i can't remember too technical what what actually happened but i think you know kurt and um the club got banned from trading mm. so my actual trade yeah. my half got done um but the other half didn't get quite put through so it all got torn up and Unreal. next thing you know i was uh, i was still contracted with sydney for another year so um yeah i spoke to a few other clubs at the time and i think sydney uh worked out they could keep me and get Kurt in the off season so pretty smart but um yeah spent another year there which is to be honest I had a really great year that last year at Sydney so um if anything it was it helped me out so yeah so Queensland with Southport New South Wales with Sydney yep. Victoria mm-hmm. with Collingwood. Collingwood remind us how did you in end up getting to South Australia then so my partner Jody, she's originally from Adelaide. Ah, okay. Um, and one of the guys I used to play with at Sydney, Heath Grundy. He's an yep, Adelaide boy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, come come back to Adelaide over, over some weekends and stuff like that. And I met her through through him actually. And uh, yeah, so then she moved from Adelaide to Sydney when I was living in Sydney. So the rest is history. And um, I, I absolutely love it back here. We used to come back here a fair bit when we were together. And yeah, I just thought you know, young family. Mm. Uh, finished up and then like you said I, I went and spent a season almost a season with Melbourne United yes, in the yeah. NBL did some training over there and um, yeah ended up deciding to come back here with uh, Mark Stone and and do some coaching in place of Glenelg so a bit of a shift in, in moments but um, yeah I think just at my age I was, I was ready to step back from that that level of professional uh, Stone is probably, so. probably listening. We have him on as a regular, and he does listen to the show on a regular basis. So get a to Mark up there in uh, Brizzy. Jess, it's a uh, wonderful story. Uh, we may have cut you off a bit earlier, but Serge, we love him because he's so excitable and animated. Um, what, <laughs> what, what, what did he say? Did he have your number in his phone? Or did, how did it unfold when you told him, when you rang him? Uh, yeah, no, I think he, yeah, I think the first thing is like, yeah, well, this isn't something that just falls in your lap every day. Um, I think we, by the time I spoke to him on the phone, I think we spoke and caught up within the first hour or two. (laughs) (laughs) Caught up and he just happened to be, you know, back at the club and so we caught up and spoke it through and see how how it all worked out. And, yeah, they've just been amazing so far. So, um, 
yeah, like I said, they've got a they've still got a young group, but then we've got a, you know a really strong core through the middle there, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to working with Harvey, and he's a great ruckman, but he can also be such a damaging forward as well. So mm. yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting times. Um, got a pretty good strong midfield and. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, it's a great story. Hopefully we can chat to you again next year, Jess. So it's, it's all done then. There won't be any problems in terms of being signed up. It's uh, it's a done deal. Uh, it's a done deal, yeah. I've signed, signed and it's all going ahead. And, yeah, looking forward to getting back in, running laps and doing all that pre-season yes. stuff and yeah, yeah. meeting all the boys and, and all that sort of stuff. So, and getting, yeah, looking forward to it. Getting used to that odd-shaped angle that the Prospect Oval is on. It's a it's a beautiful ground. Hey, Jess, we really appreciate you uh, jumping on. And uh, as we said, it's a wonderful story and there's still a bit to be written. I uh, appreciate that, guys. Thanks for your time. Good Thanks on you, so Jesse. Jesse White. And he's right, squeezing the lemon. Why not, Rooch? You can't play forever. We'd we'll love to have seen Jacob Surgeon's face from that <laughs> phone call. <laughs> caught up with him within the hour. Do you first think you're being set up by yeah. someone or, you know... You, it's a prank call. Or mm. I said he, he would have thought it was like winning Powerball. Yeah. When he got the call, well, Powerball's worth $160 million tonight, Reach. You can't win it if you don't have a ticket. Right. When, you, when are you getting me one? Well, no, no, no. You, <laughs> oh, fair dinkum. His, uh, his pockets are all stitched up, the old Reach. Uh, it's 4.13. We need to go to a break. We're here thanks to Hyundai. I'm Kimba on the reach with you, 4.23 on a Thursday afternoon. The sun is shining. Apologies there. Operator error. We've shot off two lots of the ads. The upside is we will not be late for the 4.30 news, Roach. We'll be on time. No more ads. We've got them all out of the way. Do you mean some of our best work never went to air then? We, we were chatting away. And uh, if anyone's interested, we were saying how we enjoyed that chat with Jesse White. And Did. we forgot some of the drama around his attempted... Well, he was signed, ready to be traded to Atwell. Well, he was formally traded in the sense that there's a signature of the paperwork is about to go off to the yeah. AFL and and then some things tumbled within the Adelaide admin and they had to put up their hand and say, well, we're going to have to now have this all cleared up. Yeah, so he got one more year with Sydney, had a cracking year, then went yeah. to uh, Collingwood and we're also having a giggle at the fact that uh, Serge caught up with him within the hour that he rang up to see if he could play for the He does North not Adelaide. miss an opportunity, does he? We love you, Serge. All right, a lot of text coming through. I said earlier today, we were just sort of waxing lyrical, when do we think there'd be a female coaching at AFL level in yes, the men's? Yes, oh, I don't know, Rich. 15, 20 years it could happen. Text has come through from Phil. Boys, the pressure and expectation on the first female coach would be out of this world. As a sport, there's not really much diversity in the senior coaching ranks at all. I may be displaying my own ignorance here, but I'm not aware of any, or oh, this is another one, but I'm not aware of any First Nations head coaches at AFL clubs either. No, well, there's, there was uh, Cable, Barry Cable. Barry Cable, who took over North Melbourne when Malcolm Blight had his playing coach moment end, 81, 82, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I went 14, 14, 16 games, and then Barry Cable's called in, becomes their senior coach for the rest of the year, and the most famous one is Graham Polly Farmer. Three yeah. years at Geelong, 73, 74, 75, 11, 6th and 11th. Yeah, uh, so there's a couple, Phil. I don't know if but we've it's missed a good point. It. Yeah. It's a good point. We, not just senior coaches, we don't have many First Nations people as assistant coaches. Mm. Oh, that pathway needs to grow also. There may be a few more coaches required in the World Cup 
if some of these uh, upsets continue, uh, Rooge. Uh, mm, Michael yeah. Atherton, former English captain. Uh, this is him having a little chat about uh, England's loss to Ireland. A very famous win this for Ireland and as you say, wonderful scenes for their players and their families and supporters. A small number of them, it must be said, but wonderful scenes for them. Um, and you know, people remember this night as they did and do the Bangalore victory in India 2011. A lot of young Irish cricketers of, a, of a, an age that would have looked up to that victory. You know, they would have been probably 10, 11, 12 watching on television, watching all these Irish players make legends of themselves uh, and they will be remembered equally so now. Next up for England is Friday, back here at the MCG against Australia. I mean, that's tasty and probably must win for both. Yeah, it probably is. It's, an, it's essentially a quarter-final, a knockout. Whoever loses is probably not going to get through. It is a really tough group. Um, every game has got a lot on it. It's going to be a rocking atmosphere here. If England were complaining that it was a bit sterile today, uh, watch out for Friday. So that gets underway tomorrow. You can hear it on SEN. Our coverage has been sensational. Tim Payne, former Australian captain, has released a book. When you release a book, what do you do, Roach? Well, you go on a publicity tour, don't you? <laughs> and uh, I think he has been well-trialled in terms of what he was going to be asked. Oh, really? He was on Sunrise this yes. morning with Koshy and Nat. Mm. Nat tried to ask a few curly ones. Uh, this is Timmy on his resignation. Oh, look, ideally, I mean, I wouldn't have resigned, but um, again, my, my thing now isn't so much around the resignation of, um, of the captaincy, it's more around how it was dealt with and how it was handled. We had um, obviously known about this for, for three or four years at the time and had plans in place with Cricket Australia on how this would be handled um, if and when it does come out, um, and unfortunately that was sort of flipped on its head uh, the last minute, sort of 12 months ago, when it... it it was going to become public, which was disappointing. But um, as I said, I, I realise I've done the wrong thing um, and, and now it's about sort of moving on and, and getting on with my life. On numerous occasions, he totally owned the situation. You couldn't do anything but no, not exactly. own it. But it was big news for the whole of Australia and the world, but he and his wife had had three to four years of addressing the situation. Yes, but there's one thing about when you do it within your own four walls and when everyone in the nation is commenting on it as well, isn't oh, yeah. it? Oh, there's enormous, enormous scrutiny and pressure. Yeah, and, uh, a lot of judgments as well. Yes, uh, and there were judgments by Cricket Australia because he thought they had their back and um, I think he sort of indicates that they abandoned him. He was asked whether he was let down by Cricket Australia. Were you let down by Cricket Australia? Do you feel as though you were abandoned by them, that, that they didn't have your interests at heart? Uh, yeah, well, I think in the end that definitely was the case. I think at the start, as I said, we were sort of working really closely with Cricket Australia on, on how we would handle this, um, when and if it does come out. Um, as I said, there was a, a really thorough integrity investigation which cleared me, and I've said all along around this that I, I absolutely did the wrong thing by my wife and my family, but it was a consensual thing between two adults. So the way that was handled at the end, it doesn't sit brilliantly with me, but at the same time, I, I take full responsibility for, for what I've done um, and realise I've put myself in this situation. There were a lot of contradictions in that whole saga, weren't there? Tasmania coming up with one verdict, Cricket Australia mm -hmm. coming up with another verdict, an integrity unit saying this, and then Cricket Australia going the completely opposite way in terms of their, let's put it in inverted commas, punishment. Sometimes Cricket Australia looks more after its image than the individual, doesn't it? And they start to look a little bit shallow when they backflip like that, if that, in fact, was the way things unfolded. 
Yes. Yes. Indeed. Uh, text coming through. This is from Jason from uh, Mural Bark in Victoria. He says, Kimbo and Michelangelo, can you please pass on my best regards to David Wildey and Malcolm Blight, uh, both gentlemen on holidays at the moment, but we will do that for you, Jason. And they're coming home from November 1. They are. They'll be here. You'll That's hear it. them. Oh, yes, next week. It's Tuesday. Melbourne yeah, but, Cup Day. No, oh, is on Melbourne holidays. Cup Day. Yeah, Melbourne Cup Day, we won't be on. We have a sensational coverage of all the racing yes. around the nation. Uh, Miles Fitzner, Tags, the whole team. Jared Waitley will be involved calling the race as well. It's going to be enormous. Oh, we'll tell we you about your that tip on, on Monday, Monday then. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure if you do, but I'll give it to you, Rooch. Um, here's a quickie before we go to the news. Hey, we're still late for the news, even without the ads. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I'll save this text then. We'll go to the news on time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.